Welcome to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is John, and with me, as always, is Mandy. And today, just to kind of, to me, Halloween has always kind of been one of those things. Wait, wait, first and foremost, happy Halloween! Happy Halloween, everybody. Okay, there you go. Well, so my thing is, is what do you do during Halloween? You go out, you pass candies, you drink a lot, you as you watch get older, yes, horrible movies. Oh yeah, I really as wish you, as I, you get older. I really wish I could still go trick or treating. I don't. No, no, that was like the, part of the fun the was like getting all getting dressed smaller up. And smaller. And... See, my problem was was my family would always go the next day and buy like an entire bag of candy. Oh, okay. And then they were like, "Yeah," because you know we'd go around the neighborhood and they'd be like. Maybe a couple of things. They were never the full size. You know, we never had anybody who was doing full size candy bars. Oh well, you, we didn't get you any were of that going stuff. to the wrong neighborhoods. Well, yeah, we we were lazy. We only went around a couple of houses, and then we were just like, whatever. We actually had like a nicely sized, um, you know, like subdivision. Hmm. So we we you know would go up the. There were like three streets, and then there was like one like turn off that had like three or four streets on that one. Hmm. Uh, and it wasn't too hard to go down. It's just. And, and this was back before you had to be worried about your neighbors all the time. You know, or at least the, the news didn't tell us about those things. It was just like half the people were gone because they were going out and doing stuff at other places. Mm-hmm. This was be- or they were taking their kids out so there was nobody home yeah. until later. They, this was before the, um, the, the trunk or treat kind of stuff where, you know, you had like 20 people in one area where you could just like do, 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 do and right. get it all done. Hit everybody at the same time. Yeah. No, this was, this was just goofball stuff. And, you know, it's... To me, it's always been, you know, like it, that day that I wish people would tell horror stories, like like spooky stories and stuff. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. And this has nothing to do with spooky stories. So I'm kind of, you know, going off the, the path here. What is the one costume that you remember? Like that Batman. you. That's the one. You dressed up as Batman? Batman. And it was a, um, it was one of the only ones it had. I cut my tongue on it because it had the fake, oh my gosh the fake plastic like the the single like it was like a little like elastic cord with the plastic mask and all that uh-huh. kind of stuff and it had a little tiny slit for the mouth and uh, I kept tonguing it because it's you know you're you're twelve you have a you know mask on it's probably before twelve because it was it was like right when the uh, Tim Burton movie came out so I was like licking it and I cut my tongue real bad. Not to the point where it was this like, is oh, why, uh, this is why we can't take you anywhere yeah, nice. basically. That's why. I The one that I remember, and I was just thinking about it, the one that I remember that I really loved, I was um, the Tasmanian Devil. Oh, nice. And it was like a foam how, how costume. How late was that, though? Huh? How late was that? What do you mean, how late? How, was I, was, I was a kid. Like, we were still right. living on base. So it was, I mean, I was young. And I remember walking around with this foam, because it was just a cutout, you know, and two little eye holes for for me to see but i remember that and i remember one lady freaked out about it but i also think now like being an adult i think she just played it off really really well she was like oh my god you're so scary and i was like i'm so cool and now i'm like oh man <laughs> i was such a lame little kid but i was i was adorable still but still like that's what i think of i think of the tasmanian devil costume that i was like this is so scary my dad really wasn't. <laughs> got me the last one that I ever wore was my dad got me a flight suit. It was a black flight suit, mm-hmm. uh, and so it zipped up the front, so it was basically a onesie. Mm-hmm. But it was a flight suit because it was you know it had patches and stuff from the Air Force on it, so you know it wasn't a onesie. Shut up, stop asking questions. <laughs> uh, and uh, once I got too big for that, which was not, I mean that was I was like ten maybe. 
Like as soon as I, mean, I got that, too big for that, uh-huh. it was like boom, done. I mean, that wasn't that wasn't my last Halloween costume. That's just one of the, my favorite ones that I had. That like, that's it. one of the ones that, that I remember. That was my problem. We just we, I was too big, and then my folks uh, wanted to do. Oh no! I went. In. I went trick or treating. Just didn't until, do anything. I think I was like sixteen. Yeah. Like I, I was just like Halloween Aren't forever. Aren't you a little old for this? And I was like, yeah. look, I'm not doing drugs. All right, just give me the candy. I never understood that. It's like you know, if they're coming up here and, and not being a jerk or setting anything on fire or kicking over my pumpkin, I'm not gonna have a problem with it. Right here, here. enjoy some take, candy. Take some candy. You know what? Here, you get three pieces because you're a growing boy or girl. Uh, here, boom. Yeah, you know, I never did that either. I never was like one or two pieces. I was like, I put my fist into it, I grab down, and I pull it up like a crane game. <laughs> anything that falls out back into the system, <laughs> it goes to somebody else. But anything that goes into your bag, that's yours. Enjoy. Have okay, a good well, one. We can't do that this year. You but you have know. That's the the thing is that you know like you you want to have those those memories you want to have like sitting around doing the spooky stories and we never did the spooky stories right my thing which which always kind of kind of so I try to think back of, of the spookiest stories that we got mm-hmm. you know when I was growing up and really the only one that I remember the most was in my folks didn't give me this but I I got it from the neighbor kids was the boogeyman mm-hmm. so we had boogeyman which is the kukui so that was our kukui so yeah well was... we didn't we didn't get a kukui we we well, uh, we had like a, a vague boogeyman I I always kind of thought of it as the boogeyman from uh the real ghostbusters so it was like a weird giant nosed you know uh goat foot guy it, coming after people because yeah, they never described it they just said it was a boogeyman it was a spooky guy who'd come well that's because they wanted you to use your imagination what is the most horrific oh this thing was that an you adult too this was this is a kid telling me this so it was just the like we didn't they were lazy there was no like haha i'm not gonna tell it so they can it's like ah, i don't know what it looks like it's just scary whatever <laughs> They're but like, that's what I'm we're going to be watching something. today. We're going to be watching 2005's Boogeyman, which was a complete... Pain in the ass to find. I could not. Like, I hope you have it on, on, on digital. Find or, it, or not digital. Find um, it on a physical medium physical because media. you will find it in six other places and they will all say, sorry, not available in your country. Because apparently in the UK you can watch it, but in America, screw you, you don't get to see the cinematic classic of 2005's boogeyman as a matter of fact if you can find it then let us know and we will give you a p.o box to send it to i found it don't don't ask me questions on that one but it's it's found (laughs) we found it that's all that matters anyway so this is actually directed by stephen k who actually did 2001's get carter uh the one with sylvester Sylvester stallone good lord i cannot say that oh the funny thing is is that i every time i think of sylvester stallone now all i can remember is the 70s um I want to say it was 73, but it was uh, uh, Death Race 2000, where he's uh, like a dressed up like a mobster and he shoots into the crowd. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's in Death Race 2000. I, I only think of him in Judge Dredd. Oh, like, that, that's where I think of David him as Judge Dredd. David Carradine. Not John Carradine. Uh, Stephen K. also did 15 episodes of Covert Affairs, 12 episodes of Yellowstone, which, you know, if you're like me, we've never seen it. But you hear good things. But you hear good things about it, and all the ladies are all hyped up about the dude in it. Uh, You may have actually seen him, though uh, he did start as an actor. Yeah, so you may have actually seen him, though. Uh, He was the bald dude. And that's literally what he's listed as, as bald dude in 1999's The Mod Squad, the one with um, the creepy guy from Ted, and I want to say it was Omar Epps, but it might have been somebody else. I totally don't. And no, the blonde, who was, I want to say that one was um, Claire Danes. Cool. I don't, that was a fun movie. I don't remember that one. It was It was based off of the TV show from like the 60s, where they were like, 
you know, young. It was like 21 Jump Street before 21 Jump Street happened. Hmm. Uh, and he was in about 34 episodes of General Hospital. So wow. you have that going for you, So too, he is an actor and a director. Yes, well, he he directs now. He does not act. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, ooh, this is also written by Eric Kripke. You will recognize Eric Kripke because he is the creator of Supernatural and the guy who helped The Boys, the, the TV show The Boys, uh, come to Amazon. Um, he also did that terrible revolution show where, like, all the power went out and everybody was using backwards crossbows. Because apparently the power went out, so guns no longer worked. Kripke. Didn't Kripke also do Buffy and Angel? No. I mean, if he did, he may have helped on it, but Joss Whedon's the the main guy who did those. I don't know why. Kripke sounds really familiar. What else they come up with? Anyways, uh, what else we got? Uh, We also have Juliet Snowden and Styles White, uh, who also helped on the screenplay, uh, who did uh, 2009's Knowing, the one with... um, uh, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, the the terrible one. Yeah. Uh, 2012's The Possession, and 2014's Ouija. Is The Possession the one with? Um, I have no idea. Negan. Oh, okay. I just flipped on through it. I was just like, okay, whatever. Negan. His name's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Mandy, come on. Yeah. Seriously. What? What's up with that? Jesus. But we got Barry Watson starring in this one. Uh, you're gonna recognize him as the eldest brother. Matt from Seventh Heaven. He was also too cool for school Luke from Teachers and Mrs. Tingle. And he was in Sorority Boys, which the less we bring up about that one, the, the better. better. It's Barry that... Watson. He, he is so handsome. He, he Well, he was so handsome. He is... He had like the pretty Nighty Boys hair. He 2000s is, hair? Now 2000s hair. he is like Hallmark dad pretty. Like... My dad, my mom just died, but my dad is here and alone for Christmas. But we'll we'll go and meet the the nice lady at the shoe store. That kind of vibe, or like, oh no, that's perfect. Is it like seriously? That's oh, perfect. I could like, totally. I know see you're not it. happy. Is is coming to town? Oh hi guys! I live next door and I make hot chocolate all the time as a job. Let me go ahead. And, and I have this fantabulous three story, very lavish home. But I'm with, not married and I, I just love kids. With the most expensive Christmas trees and a Christmas tree in every room. And I just really love Christmas. And my, my mean ex boyfriend is out there, but also not going to be a big problem in the, the rest of the show. Yeah. He's just going to be a vague he's just gonna be a douche. thing that we kind of remember for a little bit and then he's going to be gone. And then he's going to be totally okay with me dating somebody else. Oh. Emily Deschanel is in it also. Yes, Emily Deschanel. Deschanel, Deschanel, whatever. Deschanel, whatever. She's uh, the sister of Zoe Deschanel, and you'll recognize her as Temperance Brendan from the series Bones, which of course has David Boreanaz in it. She's in a lot of other stuff, but nothing that I'm like, oh, I I know what that is. Uh, Although she was in a couple of episodes of Drunk History. Oh, yeah, that's right. That is right. Uh, We also have Lucy Lawless, Xena herself, and uh, also in Spartacus. She got naked in that one. And Parks and Rec. <laughs> Didn't get negative on that one. <laughs> Ash versus the Evil Dead. I don't know about that one. Uh, she actually did not get naked in that one, but she has really odd hair choices in that one Well, sometimes. so the thing about uh, her is y- you keep forgetting that she has, like, she can, like, volumize her hair because you expect her to go with that weird Betty Page look. Yeah, from Zena. Zena. But she's, like, when you see her with, like, curlier hair or just like it's, it's just, just like, like wow who's that it's like that's lucy lawless i'm like what yep she's texan the uh with all that volume well she's not because she's actually a kiwi well i know but the hair i think the she's a or, or british order or something like that too so she's she's like i, I think she's like 
knighted, but not. I think Kiwi I don't know is. She's she's definitely a Kiwi. She's, yeah, I know she's that because that's. I mean, that's what that's what Xena. Yes. Like everyone in Xena was well, a Kiwi. Yeah, because it was cheap to buy, to film over there, including. Uh, who who was it? Um, so the dude who plays in the boys, uh, who plays um, the main guy, Carl Urban? the blonde guy. Well, Carl Urban oh. also was in it, and then the blonde kid was the blonde guy was in it also. Really? Yep. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. I just remember that uh, Bruce Campbell's in it, and so is uh, the Sam Raimi's brother, Ted Raimi. Yes, he as sure Joxer. was. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She's also as Zod in uh, 2001's Spine of the Night, uh, which is that animated like rotoscope movie that yes. we picked up that we, and never, we never watched. watched it. Yeah, we still got to do that because it's it's like ah, it's on Shutter, and I was like, oh, it's we on Shutter. We just keep getting distracted. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, we're actually gonna go watch this movie. If you haven't seen it, we've seen it a bunch of times. I actually really like this movie. Um, if you want to see it, good luck. Yeah. Hopefully you yeah. have it already. Maybe you can find it somewhere. Uh, like we Bastards. did. Somehow. You know what it is? It's going to be like they just take it off for Halloween so you have to pay for it. But then it was like there was like a rights distribution thing that kind of screwed everything up. And they're like, oh, whatever. Nobody's going to care about that one. Even though there's one guy out here who always wants to watch it. But we don't get to, you bastards. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. So find it. Somehow, don't ask questions, just do it, enjoy, Yep. and we will see y'all in just a few moments. Yeah, we'll be right back. For 15 years, everybody told me I was making it up. Everyone said it's just a story. There's no such thing as the Boogeyman. But I was right. Listen to me, Tim. It's time to grow up. Nothing supernatural happened. Hey. You're not getting weird on me again, are you? No. These feelings you're having? I'm saying things, Jess. They're going to get worse unless you face this. Go home, Tim. Spend one night in that house. It will help. You okay? It's just hard being back. It takes a while. You'll be all right. You want to tell me why you're following me around? I wanted to ask you something. Is it true the boogeyman took your dad? Are you scared? When you're afraid, close your eyes and count to five. Sometimes it works for me. One. And we're back. We are back. So that was, uh, I think this was the first time that I've actually fully watched the movie. Really? Like all the way. Oh, okay. Like, cause I, I, for the most part, we'll watch part of it or we'll watch, cause this is like the first time I saw the ending. Oh. So I think we, we've, we've tried to watch it several times and it's usually because it came on something oh. and we would watch it and then like something would happen and we had to leave. Like, you know, it's like we, it was on TBS, we were watching it and then we got distracted for the last five minutes and it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess there's no ending there. But yes, this is very PG-13 and very early 2000s. 
Very. Very. With the flash cuts and the, the slow zoom-ins sped with the, the sped-up zooms, like, right some, after. Some of the shots are really well done. I really like some of the cinematography that they did. But uh, there was a lot of parts where I'm like, this is just making me sick. Yeah, maybe we can slow it down. Maybe we can speed it up. We can just keep doing it. It'll be amazing. Uh, but no, we didn't. And we start out with Tim, because that is his name. Yes, his name He's is the, Tim. Not an enchanter, at least as far as we know. Timmy Tim. But he is uh, a child in his room. He's looking at a bird on the ceiling, a creepy figurine, and a lightning globe, which yes. are very important and, oh, and, and plot relevant. And oh, a shirt. And a shirt. And a chair. On a a shirt. random chair shirt. Like, you know that creepy thing that happens whenever you're younger, whenever you have clothes laying on a chair or something, and it, you think it's a person sitting there? That's pretty much the same thing. That has never happened to me. Really? That never happened to me. I'm like, it didn't happen to me until much, much later. And that was when I was in, like, a uh, a motel. I'd put my uh, my jacket. Uh, they had, like, the, I was like, oh, hey, they've got little, uh, uh, like, you know, holders, like, uh, coat holder hangers. And I put my coat up on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I lay down. And then I woke up in the middle of the night. And there's this coat that's sitting there. And I was like, ah! Oh, wait, that's right. <laughs> I thought you just said it hadn't happened to you. It's it, not when I was a kid. Oh, like I didn't give a crap. All my clothes was on the floor <laughs> or in a hamper. Whenever you were an adult. Yeah, when I was, when I was in my twenties, that's when it scared the crap out of me. But yeah, so he's looking at these things, gets freaked out, puts them away except for the lightning ball. He leaves that one out, I guess. Well, yeah, yeah. And then uh, and the bird because the bird is stuck on the yeah. ceiling. But he uh, he gets a little freaked out, and we see the the closet door opening. Uh, that's when Dad comes in, and he's like, "Hey, what you got going on there, Sporto?" Uh, the kid's like, oh, "I'm spooked," and Dad's like, "All right, well, there's nothing in here. There's nothing to be a, there's nothing to be scared of. I know why you're scared. There's nothing to be scared of here. I'll check everything." So he checks under the bed, and he checks everywhere else, and then he checks the closet. And of course, there's nothing in the closet. And so Dad Until turns around. Yeah, so Dad turns around in the door door way of the closet he's like look see nothing to be scared of and then something yoinks him in throws him all about like he's just made of fluff it looks like if if the closet like if you you sat the closet on the ground and then you had like the sequence from somebody getting eaten by a shark where it's yeah. like the the water thing where they're like trying to get out of the and water and they're like, like thrown all way. over the damn place yeah but they're stuck inside of that closet door frame. Right. That's exactly what it was like. And it was hilarious to me. I was just like, oh, it no. It looked just painful to me because it was like, bam, bam, gets, bam, bam, like, bam, 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 bam. He breaks his back on the, uh, the, the top. The door the, jam. The, yeah. Yeah. I was like, damn. And so then he gets yoinked into the darkness, leaving poor little tiny baby Timmy there and just terrified. And he's spooked. And that's when he grows up. To be Barry Watson, and he's, he works as an assistant editor at a magazine, I guess, yes. in the 2000s, so, you know, that's a growth Seven, industry. 17 magazine. And uh, that's when uh, they're having a party for some reason. We're getting to meet his girlfriend, Blondie McBlonderson. Who nobody who likes. ultra richy waspy lady, and you're just like, come on, no, man. Nobody likes her. She's a dick. She's a terrible person. And, like, just, just mean. He even, like, we get the sequence, like, right after that. So he, he goes in to get the clo- the uh, the coats out of the closet. Because why would they put him in the closet in the first place? They're like, just putting up coats. You know, in, like, a random dark room. Like, they didn't, like... Maybe it's at somebody's it's house. Like two, it's not. It's inside the offices. Oh, okay. Well, then that's yeah. just weird. Either way, that happens. He's obviously kind of spooked about this really dark closet. And she comes in, looks at him disapprovingly, and is like, 
Is there a problem here? What's going on? Are, like, are you, I'm very confused as to what's are happening here. Are you being here. weird on me again? And I'm like, dude, if he's fucking afraid of the dark, like, that's nothing to sneer at. Just go help him. Nyctophobia is for real. Just, just go help him. So she puts on her jacket in the door, the doorway of the closet. Like, can't even come out of the closet to put on her damn jacket. They have to make it as spooky as possible waiting for something to happen. And that's when uh, he, I guess, walks home because yeah. he's, he's afraid of her driving. I wouldn't. Gets, I, I don't blame him. No, he gets to his house, which we see that all of the, uh, like, cl- everything that could have an area where, like, the light wouldn't be able to reach for it, closed doors, closed cabinets, closed anything, uh, including the refrigerator, all are open. I still love this open. fridge. I still love this fridge. It is freaking awesome. It's like a... Uh, it's a clear door fridge. Yeah, it's like one of those uh, fridges that you could get, like, you know, the soda machine. Like, you go out there, you go into, like, a, a bodega, you pull a, a Coke out of the... the sh- like, not like a really good one, where it's got, like, the racks and stuff like that with... Uh, you know, like the size of the uh, the sodas and all that allows them to just kind of fall forward. It's a, but it's a it's a normal one. Uh, and yeah, uh, he gets a phone call from his uncle. Says, "Hey, you need to come down. Your mom's getting worse." Uh, you know, for he's real. like, so, you know, he doesn't even. It, that's a voicemail too. Yeah. So he doesn't even answer the phone because it was just a voicemail. So he has this whole thing planned. Oh no, it wasn't a girlfriend. voicemail. It was not a voicemail. It was on the answering machine. Oh, sorry. Because yeah, it was a two. I was like, oh, that's look. That's what I meant. How quaint. That's what I meant. I'm sure it was a voicemail. Like, I'm sure that's the same thing. But it, no, it, it, it was, was an answering, an answering machine. machine. So glorious. So that happens. He goes to his girlfriend's, girlfriend's parents', parents house, house. Who yeah. who are super bougie. For Thanksgiving. And they're, they're like super upper class, which he drives in in like a, a 67 Mustang. Yeah. And they've all got. I want to like, say 67. It was, it was a Mustang. It was a Mustang. But it's it's a nice one, and uh, my dream car. He sits down to like eat, and the dad is grilling him, and like, it's like, "What about your family? What what kind of fam? Where's your mom and dad? Where were they at? Blah blah blah." And his douchebag girlfriend is like, "You know, uh, Tim never had a good relationship with his mother, and he ended up staying with his father in or a uncle. small. Oh yeah, uncle, uncle. in, in a, a small, tiny one bedroom room in in the back of a barn." He's so dirty and lower class. Oh, look at him. Oh, it's just oof. And you're just like, I don't feel He's comfortable just such with a, this. She's such a jerk. Did you see my sister's face when I told her that you... That you grew up in the back of a bar? I thought he said she barn. said bar. Barn. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. either way, it was and I'm like, douchey. I'm like, it's kind of a dick movie. He's like, you know, I didn't grow up in the back of a barn. It was a normal-sized house and everything. I was like, I know, but did you see what my parents looked like? Oh, this is awesome. I'm going to ha- totally jump you tonight. I'm going to sneak into the, the room and we're going to say goodnight now. And then she's, sneak in uh, later on. So It'll be great. Gross. She's a horn dog. Yeah. This is when we get uh, Tim having a, a dream. He crashes out, uh, turns off the light when he thinks that his girlfriend's coming in so that he doesn't reveal his nyctophobia to somebody that he's been at least with for long enough to be serious. To going go see to, her parents. Yeah. Uh, and I guess this is the first time that they met, though. So maybe it's six months. I don't now, let's know. go ahead and put I, that on there. Either way, um, she, she she sneaks in and it's his mom that gets into bed with him, which is really weird. Yeah, that's, and, a, that's a Freud call, no matter what. <laughs> so it's, his mom is Lucy Lawless. Uh, she looks very un Lucy Lawlessy. 
and is like, you need to look at me. You need to stop running away. Blah blah blah. Yeah, this is just post uh, Lucy. Like this is just post Zena. So like she's lost a lot of the muscle like definition. So she's not as bulky as she used to be, and she's wearing a lot of um, like I mean overshirts and stuff like that. On this one, she's wearing a lot so of makeup and stuff. She yeah, whenever so she it, looks very much like a mom compared to you. You will not notice her as Lucy Lawless from Zena. So it was, it's always kind of a trip there, but she's it's it's before she uh, she started putting on weight or doing anything else for like Spartacus and all that. So right. She's very like she's felt. She's like she's like, like what's going she's on? She's fit. She's a fit mom. Why do you, why do you look like so thin and tiny? Like I'm I she was like rail thin. I was like what's going on here? <laughs> Who is that? Lucy Lawless. Bullshit. That's Lucy Lawless. So so that happens. Lucy Lawless comes in, freaks the hell out of him. He wakes up. His girl, it's Jessica, his his stupid girlfriend who's there. And she's like, you need to calm down. You need to get in bed. And, you know, you're, you need to calm down. You're just freaking out and blah, blah, blah. Well, he, his phone starts ringing. And he goes over to check. He's like, no, put the phone down. No, you're not. It's like, I got to go find my mom. I got to go find my mom. Something's bad happened to my mom. And, oh, now my phone's ringing. It's like, no, you don't. Nothing's happening. Whatever. You're just crazy. Just come back to bed. Just bed. To bed. Come on, give give me some of that. Don't and, don't and be walking like, away. And she's like, "You promised that we that you would stay with me for the weekend." And his mom died. That's what the call was about. The call was from his uncle saying that his mom died. So he goes. He's like, "Fuck you!" Like he doesn't even explain to it, which was kind of nice. He just he just leaves. So he's on his way there. Um, but he goes to a psychiatric ward first, right? Because that's a thing. And it's, it's a, uh, I it's guess a children's was, psychiatric hospital. Was this a hospital, though, that he went to for... Yes. For, like... Well, Whenever... So, right after his dad left. He went to the, the hospital, but did his mom... Was his mom in the hospital all the time? Is that what was going on? I don't know. His He just said that his mom... We don't get a backstory yeah. for the mom. She just doesn't do well, is yeah. what he said. She so, just didn't do well. Yeah, basically, he goes to the psychiatric ward... Uh, the doctor is like, oh my god, look, there is nobody who is over the age of 15 here. You've got to leave. This is for kids. Loser. And then she we start... She doesn't say loser. She says loser with all the contempt that a doctor could put. Do you notice that there are no... There's no adults here? It's only children? Basically. Only children? Basically what she tells him is go stay at... Well, yeah, what she does tell him flat out is go, go, ahead and go stay, stay at the place that's terrifying you all the time. Do it. Stay one night in that house and you'll see if there's nothing to you worry giant about. giant wuss. So he drives up there. He goes to his mother's funeral. It goes about as well as a funeral can. We see that Zoe Dashnell, the girl that was next door to him, uh, has grown up. It's not Zoe. Or whatever. Emily. They look the same. No, they don't. One yes, has red they hair. do. They still have the weird buck doe eye then thing going on. Then just say redhead. So the redhead's there and she Emily is... Dashnell is there being Emily Dashnell because she's also confused and mildly like meh. But she didn't say anything to him at this point. So he's like, hey, is that... Katie. Katie? Katie from next door? Yeah, she grew up. Nice. And I was like, okay. Ew, he wasn't as skeezy as that. It was kind of skeezy. And that's when he drives to his his mom's house. Runs into a crow. Well, no, the crow ran into him. Because that, that crow came directly at his face. Either way, the crow the crow smacks into his car, busts his windshield open. He still makes it to the house okay-ish. He, he does this terrible, like, I can't... He almost slams into a Mack truck when the crow hits his windshield. Which I can't blame him for because no. that shit, like, destroyed his windshield. And then he, he has to, like, use the... <laughs> Use the the uh, the windshield wipers to pop the crow out of there, right. which I'm like, dude, come on! And then he's like smacking it around; it's causing even more damage. I'm like, ah, but he's like, ah, oh, whatever. And then he goes, yeah, to the house, and we find out that uh, the uncle has not been. Like, I've been doing work there. No, he hasn't. 
There, there's, there's just crap. there's just plastic sheets everywhere. up basically. There's like leaves everywhere. Yeah, it looks like they did 32 takes of him walking into the front door and just left all the leaves in there. It was like I was like, good God, there's so many leaves. It doesn't make any friggin' sense. Uh, and at this point, he's decided to check out some stuff. He's walking around, and that's when he gets... He, he gets, keeps getting flashbacks of, yeah. like, all kinds of stuff. And then um, he goes into one of the closets. He gets attacked by the boogeyman that was in the, the closet. Uh, yeah. But even then, it's, like, it's just hangers. Like, it just looks like hangers and stuff. And he starts uh, laughing at himself because he's like, oh, I'm fucking stupid. That's when he starts doing his... His, uh, little, his crazy laugh. Yeah, the one that, uh, it's like, now you know why he never got to be the Joker in any Batman series. True. It's like, oh, look, he's really trying. Uh, that's when, uh, is that when uh, Emily Deschanel shows up? Deschanel? Mm, no. No, okay, this no, is no. when he goes into the wood yeah, cuz he's cuz he uh he throws something away in the trash can. He hears something in the woodshed. Mm. So he goes in there and this is whenever he sees Franny or Fanny? Franny. I think it's Franny. Franny, yeah. So It's little girl. Yeah, so um he meets Franny. Franny is hiding in the woodshed for some reason. And they basically talk about the boogeyman. He's like, "Look, I don't know what you've heard about me. I don't believe in the boogeyman. That's bullshit. It's, you know, as an adult, I don't believe in such things." And she, he says, you know, if that ever happens to you, then just count to five. Whenever you get to five, it'll go away. And she says, well, what happens whenever you get to six? And walks away. And he's like, huh, what an odd question. What an odd child. And that's when he's he goes upstairs and he starts looking at stuff. And then he hears the horse neighing outside. That's when he runs down and Emily Deschanel's there. And then she falls off of her horse. He has to run over. And then she's like super awkwardly trying to find out whether or not he, she's got a chance with him, basically, right. from what I remember. He's should like, so, you dating someone? Like, immediately, like, hey, it's great to see you. Can I get some ice for my head? Also, are you dating someone? I'm very desperate. Or it's like, or maybe it was backwards. Maybe he see, yeah, maybe he does meet her first, and then he sees Franny. Maybe yeah. that's what, because it was still daytime whenever he meets okay. Emily Deschanel. Yes. So, that happens. She's like, you know what? I'm going to bring you some food tonight. Bring you some food. Because you, I'm sure you don't have anything to you eat know, here. I, I'll be I, back. It's the only thing I've got going for me because, you know, you've got a girlfriend, but maybe I can prove that uh, I... I'm uh, better. Yeah. And she is better because Jessica s- sucks ass. Yeah, but that's like, that's like, oh man. It was like right Wouldn't off the bat though. She was like, bam. If you weren't like, you know, being poked in the eye with a stick all the time, that would be great to not have your girlfriend doing that. True. So, that's great. Uh, so yes. Oh, oh, and then he finds the backpack, Franny's backpack, which yes. has a whole bunch of missing kids posters. Which was creepy. So he goes back inside. He's looking at all these missing children's posters, and he holds up one with this picture of a little boy, and he puts it down. And then there's a jump scare of a, the same little boy from the wanted poster. Oh yeah, and then they all start crawling up on him. There's yes. like tons of missing kids, and they all are like gray faced and creepy dead. looking. They're all dead. And they all come up, and they're like looking for him to help. They're they're grasping at him for for help. He's freaking out and then the the door opens the boogeyman goes rah and they're like ah Ah. and that's when he's like oh god i need to leave and that's when he opens the door and And jessica's there oh my god and jessica's like oh my god i'm so sorry i heard about your mom and you know what we should talk to her yeah let's get the hell out of there so you can come back to my parents place and we could totally have thanksgiving and maybe some sex but also not maybe i don't know and he's freaking out so he's like we need to get out of here like right now we need to leave we need to leave right now so she they go to a motel she immediately tries to sex him up. She's like, look, I'm not here for this, okay? I'm just here um, to get laid. It was a really awkward, like, because she goes, she, in, in the sequence Knowing his that, mother just died. He, she just goes, like, I'm so sorry about your mom dying. And then, like, 
he she's like starts like licking his neck and he's like not into it and she's just like look i'm not here for this like i'm i know we're, we're just i'm just not too a good i'm just time. too tired you know what let's just let's just drink all of our sorrows away we'll forget let's about the, the world bar. it'll be fine we'll take a bath together and but he's like, like okay that sounds good and i was like she's the most asshole girlfriend ever okay pretty lady ever. we'll do that Ugh. So he goes to get ice, comes back, she's gone. Like, he cannot find her anywhere. So he checks the closet, because that's the only place he hasn't checked. Now, this whole time, Zoe Dachanel has been doing some random shit inside of his house because she brought over food. Because his car is still there. Yeah, and can't find him. That's when he walks out of a closet at the house. And... She's like, oh my god, you scared me. Come on, let's go get some food. He's like, how the fuck did I end up here? How did I just end up here? She's like, what? You're asking a lot of questions. That doesn't make any sense. It's like, no, seriously, you come with me. Come with me. The weird shit's happening. So they they drive all the way back to the motel. She sees a bra hanging from the light because his stupid girlfriend, his stupid, just horn well, dog girlfriend. So he brought the key too, which was nice. Right. Uh, and then, yes, uh, he still can't find the girl but there's blood on the side of the the, the tub. tub now and so she's like oh shit oh this is serious so i they, need to get the f out of here right so so take they, me home please so he does he takes her home and she's like okay you need some help and then okay i'm leaving and she goes inside he sees something in the upstairs, upstairs bedroom. bedroom right he he pounds on the door tries to tell her she's like my dad is in the upstairs bedroom he's probably waiting for me and like, like no that's not your dad you it's like to, seriously you need you, to get out of here if you uh, don't leave i'm calling the cops he's like all right peace out bitch he didn't he didn't say that. He, he kind of did so he he, he lets that happen he proceeds to go find Franny. We um, have this whole talk with Franny. He breaks it down. He's seen the boogeyman, blah, blah, blah. He was bullshitting before. She decides to go home. Well, the home that she goes to um, had a man who lived there whose daughter was taken by the boogeyman. And it's this whole breakdown of what happened to him and how he tried to face the boogeyman, but he was too scared and all this other stuff. We also get some some interesting, like, what did he do? Well, he took this chair and he nailed it to the ground and he was going to face the boogeyman. He ripped open everything that could allow the boogeyman to hide in, except for one door that that's where he was going to come through. Uh, but he, he pushed out. And then we see on the wall uh, all the... Missing persons all posters. Especially Franny. For Franny. Because that was her daddy. Franny's now dead. Well, Franny's been dead since 1985. Yep. She's been missing since 1985. And that's when uh, he's like, oh no, I'm going to figure out how to do this. And Zoe Deschanel decides to call his uncle. Uncle uh, Mike to go check on him. Yeah. Uncle uh, Mike does show up and she goes does, to check on she him. She hears something in the distance and she's like, oh no, let me go ahead and check on that. While Mike goes to the house. Mike freaks out also disappears well he disappears first oh we just get the disappearing right. we don't actually see what happens uh-huh. and then he shows up tim shows up to the house doesn't see mike He's and like, i'm gonna end this now it, by the whole thing doing it this is such a hard <laughs> this is such a hard part to follow because it's it's basically jumping timelines at this point. So he's traveling back in time and well, forward in not, time. Not yet. And... Not yet. So what happens is, is that he decides to block off all of the uh, the doors. Right. And then he, he nails the chair. He takes the special chair with the straps out from the guy the, the dead guy's house, puts it in front of his old childhood doorway and it, nails that down. It was a different chair. It had the straps. 
I know, but it was still a different chair. He put the straps on there because the one that was at the old guy's house was like a yellow color. Oh, okay. And then this one was like, it looked brand new. He like, just they had just multiple had straps. That. It was like a piece of wood, though. Are you sure? That's I so think weird. so. I think so. But uh, it was. Like, he just had that ready. He just had. What like was an, his dad into? He just, Good God. He just had an SM and chair just it, laying around. It's, it's one of those, uh, you know, 007, just in case you get the, the knotted rope thing and start whacking nuts. people. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but uh, this is when he, uh, this is when all of the nails start popping off uh, and things start running after him. And that's when he, get, does he get pulled in or does he fall into, something happens to where he, he walks in. Well, so he walks in, he, he goes under the bed, right? So he comes out under the bed in the hotel room. No, he goes into his closet. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, so he, he, goes, he runs into it. He's like, screw this noise. I'm going to go into the closet. So he goes into the closet, which leads him out of the bed. Right. Out from under the bed. Yeah. Right. Which, like, they didn't do a very good job of that. Like, it could have could have been done so much better. So but he, this is he when comes he, out in the hotel he's, room. At, he's at the motel. He sees uh, the bathroom bath. with no blood. Right. Right. Uh, and she's not there. That's when uh, the water starts filling up magically. And it turns brown Black. or blackish brown. Yeah. yeah. And then she jumps out of the water. Is uh, like getting pulled down me. and she's struggling this and he's like, ah. Tim freaks out. So he smacks the back of his head against the wall. Uh, she gets hosed. Like she takes it full force in the face. It was terrible. <laughs> Uh, and that's when uh, the the boogeyman picks her up and then sucks Takes her, off with her into the closet. But uh, this is when Tim has to uh, try to push himself off the uh, the tub the tub with his bloody hand, which leaves the bloody handprint that, yes. that we see whenever he goes back with Emily Duchanel later. So then he runs out of the closet this time, which leads to his house, which is why we see Uncle Mike, uh, who gets. Uh, sees him and then attacks him with the nail gun right. that he has in there. So, uh-huh. tung, 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 nothing's happening. That's when uh, the boogeyman jumps Uncle Mike, throws him several times into plastic bags. Uh, Uncle Mike is not freed from the plastic bags, and uh, that's when uh, Tim tries to free him with an exacto knife. Oh, it's the plastic sheets that yeah. he's wrapped in. That's right. You kept saying plastic bags, and I was oh, like, okay. was it plastic the, bags? The, the it was sheets. like plastic sheets, yeah. Yeah, the plastic sheeting that did nothing right. to help anything. Right. Uh, and that's when uh, he screws up, cuts Mike, which I thought was hilarious, and that's when the boogeyman yanks him back through, it just pulls him through the same closet door right. that he exited out mm-hmm. of, which I'm like, that's kind of low energy so i think he goes through that closet again that's when he ends up at emily deschanel's house right and that's when she had heard something she goes oh my god what the hell is that because she looks down to see the boogeyman who is basically a dude with a funky face he looks like a it's the the mannequin or whatever yeah it looks weird he has pointy teeth he's just he's like and he's smiling at at, uh at tim where he goes after uh emily emily he, Tim jumps Emily, takes her the hell out of there, pushes her into the closet with him, which ends out with them inside of Tim's old bedroom. Oh, no, uh, they go under the bed. Whatever. Oh, that's right. It, uh, it yanks her under the bed. Yeah, because she's like, remember, because the whole thing with that was that you don't have to worry about anything in the closet. It's, yeah, so it's Emily Deschanel was aware that uh, Tim had nyctophobia, and he's like, there's something in the closet. And she's like, well, you don't have to worry about that. It's the thing under the bed that'll get you. And that's why she got... Going under the bed. Ha ha. Right. Um, they end when, up in his room. In Tim's bedroom. Uh, and this is kind of the fun part because he decides, no, no, I'm not putting up with this anymore. And then it does a zoom in on his eye that is immediately bloodshot. And he looks like angry and high or something like I that. I don't even... I don't know what the hell was going on that. 
so that happens and then the boogeyman comes out and he's like floating in air and he's like surrounded by lightning and birds and like has this big trench coat looking thing on and he's just weird looking and he and he's, he's like he counts to six yes so this is wherever tim, tim counts, counts to, to six. six uh and then he goes he grabs uh oh and that causes the the boogeyman to walk back into the closet and she's like oh is it done now and it's like no and that's when tim goes over he picks up the baseball bat and the boogeyman shows up that's when tim smashes the bird which removes the cloak that the boogeyman was wearing and then he smashes the lightning ball, which removes all the lightning that the boogeyman had. Oh, no, no. That keeps him from flying? Or the birds? No, no. Something. He was still flying because he was floating. At oh, that true. Point. But it doesn't take off the cloak because the cloak is whenever he rips the shirt. No, that was or the. Okay, I thought that was just the trench coat part because he wasn't. He had a uh, an over. Like a hood. Oh, okay. On Maybe at that's that point. what it is. Okay. Um, so, so the that's birds we could were the see hood. Him. Yeah. And then we, he tears the, uh, the, the, the shirt. coat. Yeah. Which whatever. is the, cl- yeah, which is which his is coat. His coat. Or whatever. And then now we just see that it's a big version of his little mannequin doll thing, which he had next to his bed, which was freaky as hell. Cause it's like a, a jester or something like that. It was wearing motley. Oh, like a zombie? But it was wearing like, it, it had like, a, it was like a sweater vest version of that. I was like, it's it was, like the it most weird. evil, like, I don't know, dad from a sitcom from the 70s ever. I don't know what the hell was happening with that thing and why in God's name you would have it in the first place. But they did. And that's when uh, Tim smashes that, which smashes the boogeyman, sucks it back into the darkness, and we Bob's hear... your uncle. Yep, we hear the tweeting of the birds, and it ends. We don't see the uh, pretty long and lengthy court proceedings where we use the forensic evidence that uh, Tim was inside of the bathroom when his uh girlfriend, girlfriend disappeared missing, or uh, his uncle who, or yeah you know any of the other information maybe emily d chanel's dad yeah so what are you, you know, gonna rate it <laughs> i'm giving this a five. a five this is a five this is there's this is not bad it's not good it is five you know what? there's not there's pg-13 which is yeah. bullshit so there's no blood uh, or nudity or, or anything else like that. Although at one point I thought they were going to show boobs because she's like in the tub. Yes. Uh, and that was the... the and it, but it was like pasties. That was the tantalizing part to get the kids in the seats. Kind uh. of it's like there could be nudity, but you're not going to see it unless you watch the R-rated version, which will never come out worth. Uh, but uh, yes. Uh, yeah. It's 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 five. Uh, Emily's being thought as Zoe's out of 10 it is a a bland but also not terrible movie barry watson really does try in this uh he does he does a lot of work he's he's doing like all the heavy lifting don't get me wrong but he's he's doing he's trying i like his acting zoe or emily dachanel is okay but because you have this like weird thing going on with the ex-girlfriend and her there's no kind of I don't There's think nothing it's going his on. Ex girlfriend, I guess it's like his. It's it's she's dead. That's she's what still a that's dick, why she's an ex. Yeah, true. Uh, and then you know we we don't get any kind of clarification on that, so she's dead. Right. Um, true. And really, if you it's it's a low kill count because we only get two kills, maybe three if you count uh, Lucy Lawless. Even well, what though about she's all only the kids? A couple of seconds. That's like thirty-two kills right well, there. Yeah, but there's we're not seeing that. That's that's pre you know lead up to it. You don't true. count all the people who died. In Friday the Thirteenth Part Two for Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, I mean, if there's more of that, then okay. But I'm just saying. True. What about you? What are you gonna? I'm gonna give it a six out of ten. Boogeyman's. 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 Yeah, it's just uh, it held up better whenever I was younger and I watched it. 
And it, now I'm like, I've seen so many movies that are better. It's it, this is very much the Dimension Films era of really? like horror. Yeah. So there's there's nothing going on. There's no blood. There's no nothing. The there's jump maybe scares like a little bit are not constant jump scares. Everything's CGI to hell and back. Right. Um. And not even the good CGI no, either. It was it was. It's, it's it's not the best. It's it's, the, it's not the worst, but it's definitely not the best. It's the CGI from the Thing prequel, so it's, it looks terrible. It's a you know put on put on a movie in the background and you know let it roll. This is your your like you start off the movie mar- marathon with like something that everybody's going to be paying attention to. You've ordered the pizza, so it's coming up, and then this is that filler one that you have that you have while everybody's sitting there they're drinking they're eating some of the pizza they're having a good time and then you hit them with the last one which is usually the, the more hardcore one right so this is a filler this is a sandwich this is the lunch meat of movies uh which is not bad it's not a bad thing to be the lunch meat everybody likes lunch meat it's very filling but it's is it going to be your main course are you going to do anything other than maybe roll it into something else and put a little pimento loaf on top of it to pretend that it's a uh, an amazing thing? This is this know. is this is not a meat and potato movie. No, this is not the way that you you spend your time. You know, this is your mini bar. You rated the mini bar. This is what you get. You know, what about you though? Is this this your favorite movie? Do you like the entire series? Because there's like five of these movies. I've, I I've only seen the second one. There, yeah, there's there's Boogeyman one, two, three. A boogeyman something or other, and another boogeyman something or really? other. Really? Yes. I had no idea. Uh, but uh, yeah, do, do you like these entire series of movies? Is this your your favorite one? Do you like Barry Watson? Do you like Emily Dashnell? I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. I'm not gonna judge. Uh, let us know though. Reach out to us esat3am at gmail dot com uh, is gonna be the best way to get a hold of us. Website is gonna be esat3am.com. You can reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter at esat3am, or give us an email uh, or no a voicemail uh, anchor.fm forward slash everything scary at 3 a.m. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, let us hear your voice. But uh, we're gonna go ahead and you know end it now and go outside. Uh, Pass out candy. Do some allow for the trick or treaters and such. Happy Halloween, everybody. Stay safe, and we will see you next week. All right, later. Bye.